0: Coming up in the next hour, we will be joined by New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad and Ward 3 Councilor Sean Oliver to talk about some city council business and some things going on in the city over the past week, as well as what's coming up in the week ahead. And we're going to get right back into your phone calls in just a moment. But before I do that, I want to make you aware of something that's happening this morning in case you want to stop by and take part. Uh, Next door to us here at WBSM is an organization called Community Connections. And what they do is they take folks with special needs and they help them with job placement. And um, and they really are responsible for helping these folks get out there and feel and know that they are productive members of society. And they get to come here every day and they walk by our windows and wave to us. It's a, just a great group of people, both the clients and the folks who work there. And uh, it's, it's a bright part of my day every day to get to see them and interact with them. And I know that you'll love them as well. Today, they are hosting a bake sale. Their clients are participating in a bake sale this morning. They'll be selling baked goods to raise money for their 2023 annual walkathon coming up in October. So if you would like to come by and support the folks over at Community Connections, they will be at the Fairhaven location. Now, I don't know if they're going to be doing it outside here, out in front of the WBSM studio or if they're going to be using the other side of the building because they have doors on both sides. Um, so if, if you pull up to WBSM between the hours of 10 and 2 and you don't see it going on, then just pop on this side. Actually, I'm looking at it right here. The address is 10 David Drown Boulevard, so it's on the other side. It says right on the paper that they gave me <laughs> across from Ricardis. So that's where they're going to be. They're going to be on the other side of our building uh, across from Ricardis. Having this sale today So you can stop on by It's happening between 10 and 2 Even though I'm supposed to be low carb I'm heading over there And I'm getting some delicious baked goods And uh, hopefully you will as well So hopefully you'll come on by And maybe I'll see you over there And say hi if I do Alright let's go back to the phones 508-996-0500 Good morning you're next on WBSM Morning Tim How you doing? Not
1: bad um, So I have a friend of mine His wife works for one of the really big job placement agencies in our area. And um, she's called immigration a couple of times. And um, she says that they've got a bunch of employees that um, they get a, uh, somebody else's social security number and all their information. And they work as long as they can, claiming the maximum number of dependents. So there's no real taxes taken out of them. And they just exhaust it. She said, and then, you know, two years later, she says, they show up with a brand new name, with a new application, reapplying for employment. She's like, it's the same person. She says, this guy's been here for two years. She calls INS, and they, will, they, they told her there was nothing they could do, that their, their, their hands were tied. She's like, I have, she said, I have like a, a small stack of these applicants who, you know, have filled out new applications with same with a new information it's the same person she's called the same people and she says they told her that there's nothing they can do their hands are tied
0: so they, they don't have fraud investigators that look into those things
1: i don't know if they're overwhelmed i don't know but she's she's tried multiple times she's like disgusted
0: you know and it, that's not exactly victimless
1: if you're using somebody else's information
0: well and i would also think too that if you were overwhelmed and you had more than you could handle that that would be the answer that you would say to somebody um thank you for the information thank you for reporting it we'll put this into our files but just so that you know we've got a lot of these cases we're looking into so it might be a while if we ever get to it so i mean uh, i don't know
1: i don't know the exact language that was used mm-hmm. but the end result was that you know they basically said there's nothing they can do that it's just the hands are tied so you know, and that that's, that sucks. Well, now, I would I, I would get, also
0: I would also argue that if if she has proof that they're utilizing someone else's identity, she should be calling the police.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know I don't know how far she's willing to take it, but that's. I mean, I'm just
0: saying that's <laughs> that's identity theft. I, I'm sure the police would want to handle that.
1: It's been going on for years. She's been in that same place for the last 12 years. It's not new. So,
0: and just to clarify, oh, you're you're talking about people that are coming to that company looking to be placed correct. in employment, yeah,
1: right? They they were already being placed at in different positions as they needed, like I'm I'm not going to say the name of it, but whatever. Yeah, it's they're already being placed in jobs, you know, randomly as needed, you know. So, um, now are you saying are you saying that the people that are being placed in um, these hotels came here through legal ports of entry? Because I mean, if they swam here. Probably so, not legal, right?
0: No, it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't matter how you got here if you are claiming asylum. You have to get here first, and then once you're, right, in, you're in the country, you claim asylum. Port,
1: right? You're supposed to get here legally through a legal port of entry, right?
0: Not, I, I don't know if it matters how you got here you're if, if, you're claiming, if you're claiming if you're claiming if you're claiming asylum status.
1: So you could just parachute in? I don't know. It sounds kind of crazy. But,
0: uh, Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I guess. You know, that you have to go to somebody when you get here to tell them that you're seeking asylum. So
1: Right, but that would be a legal point of entry. Yeah? Right,
0: so that's what, in order to claim this, you had to get to one of those points anyway. So
1: Yeah.
0: All right, Tim, have a good morning. You as well. Take care. 508 996 0500 if you want to call in and chime in. Uh, let me catch up on some of the app chat messages. Uh, dun, dun, dun. So let me see if I can scroll this over. Uh, Jeff in Fall River says, good morning, Tim. The previous owner of the Seaport Inn and Marina was from New York. Seaport Inn has been under new ownership within the past couple of years now. Uh, I also remember attending Steve's Comic-Con inside the ballroom. It was always a good time. Yeah, I know it's had some new owners. I just don't know if they're utilizing the full building. So uh, what was the number that I said? This is why I opened up the story because I'm going to just keep confusing the number in my head. Um, there are... 86 rooms in the seaport inn and they're going to be utilizing 15 for unsheltered families according to the release that came out from the office of the select board and the town administrator yesterday here in fairhaven so uh, out of 86 i don't know that all, i don't know if 86 which is the number that's listed on the destination new bedford website cuz whenever i'm reporting these stories i'm trying to find you know what what basically what the capacity is of that of that facility because I want to know, is it being used exclusively for that or are there going to be other rooms that are available? And in this particular case, and as with the Somerset story before it, it's it's a portion of the rooms. So there's 15 rooms that have been set aside right now by the Commonwealth out of 86 rooms. Uh, over at the Atlantic Motel in Wareham, they're using 24 rooms out of that site. And I... Did not look up how many. That's my fault. Um, But I I know the Atlantic Motel very well. That sounded really bad. I realized as I was saying it, as it was coming out of my mouth, um, I used to live down the street and I drove by it all the time. So I'm familiar with the size of the Atlantic Motel. And I can tell you that it is more than 24 rooms. So the, um, (laughs) hey, I'm not married anymore and I can, but I know. So the, um, the Atlantic Motel is a pretty sizable spot. So I don't think 24 rooms is every room that they have. Uh, available either. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
2: What's shaking, playboy? What's
0: going on, Lamone? Just
2: living and loving. So, uh, you know what really makes me upset? You know, like you see where these, these young stupid kids go around and destroying uh, UNESCO sites. You know, like like over out here in, in Utah, uh, they had like the, that, that big boulder that was sitting up there on, on a on that little, little, uh, like drop right there. It was like a little, it was sitting on another stone. Like, and it was like, it was like a, it looked like a mushroom. They looked like mushrooms. You remember that one? And this teacher, uh, took it and pushed it off, you mm. know, and, 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 destroyed it. That's horrible. Now you, I know this, so do you remember like Robin Hood, and, uh, Prince of Tides, the Kevin Costner movie? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that, that oak, the tree that was out there, that, uh, that tree that they were, you know, in Sherwood Forest, butterflies. The tree there, mm-hmm. that the, the there's a 16 year old kid that, that that cut it down, and so you know that just literally. And that looks that's another UNESCO uh, site. These You know, UNESCO's were sites that are United Nations have, have 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 recognized these places as as scientific and, and 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 sites that should be be kept and and saved. You know, like a like, like for instance, um, Babylon, where they have the Hanging Garden of Babylon. That's a UNESCO site. Uh, you can remember, what they had the Gates of Hell that they had when the when the when they had the had the Taliban going through there and destroying places. Like they destroyed the, the place where uh, the, Jonah Jonah who was stuck stuck in the well, where he was. They destroyed his tomb and stuff like that. And that that. That that's that's part that's, that's BS, you know. And I think that's that's a nice way of putting it. But I think that's totally that's totally wrong doing things like that. And it's like I, I've yeah, I've been a kid. I've never been a person who want to destroy stuff like that, you know. And it's like I've known other people. Oh, you remember like the the uh, tiger the, um, the devil fish we have out out here in a Death Valley? Remember the devil fish devil pupfish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only the only ones anywhere in the world. There's like there was like 103 of them. These kids, these uh, kids, went up there and and jumped in the water and and stomped on them where they were in the little thing right there. Killed like at like sixty of them, stuff like that, doing that. And that's that to me. To me, that's I, those are the kind of people I want to take out back and and leave them somewhere out back where they belong.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> we, I mean, we dealt with it. Not it wasn't a UNESCO site, but we dealt with it here and um, locally. The, there was profile rock and yeah, van, vandalism. Help take that down, and now the, the face is gone.
2: So what, did they ever find out who did it?
0: No, they, they, because it wasn't a direct, like, one-time thing. It was more, you know, built up over the years, and it was getting it was more just, and more precar- precarious, and then one day it just came crashing down.
2: You think it might have been the same ones that, that messed up, worked on it beforehand?
0: I, I don't. I, I think it's just a matter of, like, decades of teenagers going out there and climbing down into spray paint it and all that kind of stuff.
2: It probably probably went the same place that uh, the, the, um, the 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 statue and the um, that they made. But not, uh, it was a plaque that they did to commemorate where Kunta Kente, you know, from roots, where he landed. Right, not that far from you guys, where the, he 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 landed on there and on the on the piers, and they had that right there. And the Ku Klux Klan took it,
3: yeah. and
2: and took it and put it in their one of the barns. Somebody's got it in their barn. It's made of it was made of bronze. So I'm surprised them didn't, did take and cash it in for like a, for like, like gin money.
0: Well, I I, to, you know, before, yeah. before, I, before I let you go, Lamon, I got to ask you because uh, we, I got a request from somebody uh, via a message who says they want, they want to know another piece of your dating advice. Yesterday it was, you know, date somebody who has a buffet purse. What's another or, tip that you have when it comes to dating? Or
2: buffet bag. Right. Okay. Um, I'd like to, um, all right. Uh,
0: there's a few things.
2: It's, I'd like to give another thing. My mother said this and I um and I take it to heart and it's like everybody hope there's no children listening. I'll put it in, well, in, in, in There probably, days. is, so
0: be careful.
2: Okay. All right. Um my mother said, you know, like a, a person to talk talk if a person talks never date a, a person, a girl or, or a guy. I'm not into guys, but I'm I'm like a girl. She said, don't don't date a girl that talks more gang than she gives okay talk more head you know talk more yang yang talk bumper gum then since she's willing to do things
0: for you i i get i get what you're saying I I, I, I I get the uh i get the euphemism there
2: and i think that that's a very very good advice my mother was a wise woman
0: it sounds like she, she was
2: exactly she was like mother shipton you new know
0: mother shipton and 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 she raised a wise son too as well. And uh, just one more thing before I let you go, I was uh, just getting a message from Stephanie Burke. She says hello, good morning.
2: Hey Stephanie, what's shaking. Tell Scott to say hello and the baby too. Yeah. yeah. I saw, is, does she bring the baby with her? And go do things? Oh, like she's that she's them?
0: she's not a baby anymore. She's a full grown kid. She's I think what she ten years old just about. Yeah, she's In, oh yeah, she's a ball of energy. She actually hold on, ready? You ready for this, yeah. Lamont? Hold on.
3: You are listening to the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM.
0: That's her daughter. That's Maddie. So. Well,
2: doggy. Well, doggy. She was afraid. That's what I'm talking about. See, see, everybody, look at this. These children, they grow up so fast. If you got little ones, make sure you let them know you love them and be there for them. You know, even if you're not able to be there all the time for them, try to be there when you say their prayers with them. And just, you know, that's an important part. If you, you know it's like two that's what i think is when the problem is in the world today especially in our country the god's not in the household anymore you know they, they're killing off all the, all of the senior citizens that have respect and love for our country and for god and a lot of kids these days wouldn't go to church for, wasn't for their grand, grandparents like I said, and that's a totally sad sad case because that's what you see the the breakdown of the of the family starts with with without the, without god being in your household you don't have that that foundation to keep your house standing is going to fall.
0: It's All right, fall. we'll we'll hold it on that. Thank you, Lamone. You have a great weekend. Noah, where's your boat? You <laughs> guys can need you guys need Noah out there where you guys are out there. So yeah, we got some guys, rain coming today.
2: I hope it's going to be good to so save you up enough get you enough snow. You want a lot of snow this year? You guys, you guys. No, have let's hope not.
0: Let's hope not.
2: Have you ever had where there's a, entirely so little snow that you? That this is this is strange. We, we got
0: can't... no we got no snow last year. It only snowed a couple of times, and I think it was only plowable once. So that's and plowable here is three inches. So
2: was that a good thing for you guys? It's good for me. To... I
0: hate snow. It's not good for people who make a living off you know, plowing snow. But uh, for people like me that hate snow, it was the best summer, the best winter ever.
2: Well, we've seen how like the how we had the hurricanes in California, first ones in, in eighty four years. The, the, right there, that that was the first one on the west coast in America in eighty four years. So that's just telling you something's going on. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And, uh,
2: you, you can think about you pick who who's at fault, or you know, because I think all of us have have some with the blame, but not. But but I mean, as far as the whole, I think some somebody else is in, is in trouble. I'm not talking about the big guy in the sky. I'm talking about somebody else who run doing stuff like maybe. With some kind of weather modification. Have you noticed out here when we have like a when it starts to rain, we get like this like looks like uh, concrete, like gravel, little bit like gravel that comes down and, and hits and pits the wood wood and stuff like the doors. But that's what gets blown. That's what's mixed up in the in the air to make it rain out here. Have you seen that before? No, but I'll I'll, I'll
0: keep an eye out for it.
2: Rain. Next time it rains, I'll, I'll, I've got video right on my phone, but it's not that good video. Next time it rains, I'll take God's side and show you. And it looks, it looks like you know how cement looks before it, you know, like someone spilled out of the bag before mm. it gets wet. You know, that's what it looks like.
0: All right, and well, I'll, I'll look forward to seeing that. I got to hold you there, Lamon Though, have a good weekend. Uh, you do the
2: same, Playboy. Take it you easy. Know, it, Mattitude to Matt I said Hello. Are you guys doing something? Have you found out? No, Who's nothing
0: talking? nothing this weekend. I got I've got too much happening this weekend. I'll be I'll be asleep Saturday night.
2: I heard that a, a Stephanie's cousin is uh is a football player, Trey Burks.
0: No, not the same. Okay. All right, I'm gonna hold you there, Lamone. You have a good weekend. I um I gotta go. Uh so the The number to call in is five oh eight nine nine six zero five hundred uh, you don't have to call in to react to what Lamone was saying. It's uh, it's kind of his own thing, but we welcome your phone calls. Uh, we got an app chat message here from Dan in New Bedford. He says I've got an idea on how to fix the argument with the illegals, and make no mistake about it, they are illegal. They are not. Uh, They are not illegal. They are here applying for asylum, which makes them legal. Why don't we let the people vote on the subject? Because it seems like we have no say. If you are in favor of it, then you should be forced to have them live with you or support them in some way with funding. But I'm sure I'm quite sure even you will not agree with that. And yeah, I won't agree with that because I don't think you understand. There's a difference between taking a very small portion of what you pay for taxes, very small portion of what you pay for taxes and utilizing that and having everybody give a very small portion of what they pay for taxes to going to help these people versus saying okay now you're going to take the person in and be financially responsible for them completely so if you if you don't see the difference in that i can't help you there's a big difference between saying you know oh here here's a 50 cent donation at the supermarket for the Jimmy fund. Here's 50 cents out of my, uh, you know, what I have in my pocket. Here's 50 cents to help with the Jimmy fund versus let me go pay someone's bill at the hospital for their battle against cancer. So it's, it's, that's not a valid argument and it's a dumb argument. Stop making that argument. Oh, if you think that they need help, take them into your house. It's not equal. And I'll say the same thing to every person that wants to throw it up. Oh, we should be helping the elderly. We should be helping helping our veterans. Of course we should. Of course we should be helping them. But I don't see you having a homeless veteran move into your home. I don't see you saying, let me take an elderly person that, that, that has to live in squalor to come live with me. And every person that says, that posts under these stories about migrants getting housed in these hotels and saying, we should be putting our homeless veterans in there and our elderly people in there. We should be taking care of American citizens first. I don't remember you standing outside those hotels when they were empty asking them why they weren't putting homeless people in there. In fact, most towns have made rules against homeless people being able to stay long term in hotels. Because they don't, they don't want them turning into permanent residences for people. So that you see the hypocrisy there? So what you think is hypocrisy on our end of the people who are supportive of, of these folks coming here, it, it works the, the other way back on you as well. So just be careful what grenades you're lobbing because they might be rubber and bounce back at you. I'm going to take a break, and we'll be back in a few moments. Welcome back in. 508-996-0500. You know, a place where they can bend and shape breakfast foods like nobody else. That's just another Phoenix. So, yeah, it's eggs, it's pancakes, it's French toast, right? It's the stuff that you expect to find on a breakfast menu. But they come up with unique specials. They find new ways to make all of that into something special. And they will be doing that again this weekend with some great weekend specials coming up. So, if you want to have something different, but also want to have you know some favorites too they've got all of those on the menu i like to go in there and get the first of all they've got some of the best home fries around and that's really how i judge a breakfast place is by their home fries and just another Phoenix restaurant, they do it right. It's not those home fries that are, you know, that, that arrive already pre-cut and pre-chopped and frozen, or even if they're not frozen, they have that extra starchy chemical in them. You cooks know what I'm talking about. When you, they come in the green bag and when you cook them, you get that white layer of foam on the top. No, they don't use those. They use regular real potatoes. They're peeling them, they're chopping them, they're cooking them up, and they're frying them up to perfection. That's when you know you've got a good breakfast place, when they take the time for the home fries. The home fries are not an afterthought at Just Another Phoenix. They are a featured part of your breakfast. And that just sets the tone for everything else. So from there, you know everything else is going to be high-quality, homemade goodness. And then they take it to that other level when they start coming up with all these creative specials and ideas. So why not spend your weekend having breakfast at a place that's a treat? to have a breakfast, right? It's, it's not just a necessity to go out and have breakfast. It's a treat, and treat yourself to something special. At Just Another Phoenix restaurant, they're located on Font's Corner Road in North Dartmouth. If you don't have time to sit down and have a full breakfast, you can get their entire menu through their drive through window nice and easy. You don't even have to get out of the car, which on a day like today where the rain might be coming down any minute, that could be beneficial. But, uh, yes, Just Another Phoenix, Font's Corner Road, in north dartmouth let's go back to the phones now 508-996-0500 good morning you were on wbsm
4: good morning how are you uh okay a first time caller because well thank
0: you i'm missing the local news yes uh so adam is out sick today and phil was on vacation and jim was unavailable so we just didn't have anybody that could do the news today
4: oh i see um are you breaking in a new person
0: we will have a new news person on monday
4: Oh, great. I really rely on the temperature and um, a few things of local things. And I was wondering also, who feeds the people that are in these hotels?
0: So they're getting a stipend from the Commonwealth uh, from from your tax dollars, but they're getting a stipend from the Commonwealth to cover those kind of things. And it's three meals a day they have to provide. From, from my understanding, from the way that it was uh, being described in, I forget which article if it was the Wareham Week article, I think it was a Wareham Week article where it said that they, at least in those cases, they're putting on a like a buffet meal for them. So other places, uh, I know uh, Jessica has reported that um, the folks in Somerset have been getting DoorDash and they've been having uh, some you know food delivered over there. I see.
4: I uh, recently went to. Uh, the hotel that they're putting them up in Haven and I found that they have a gourmet Indian restaurant.
0: Yes, it just opened up recently, yeah.
4: <laughs> it amazed me. It was uh,
0: so beautiful. And did, did you have anything to eat, or did you just take a look at it?
4: No. Uh, it was my first time having Indian food, and um, it was different.
0: What, what did you have? What did you order?
4: You know, I don't even know. They uh, It was... It sort of looked like a... Um, Oh, I know.
0: It was lollipops. Oh, like, like like lamb lollipops? Yes. Oh, yeah. Those are very good.
4: They were. They were, and it was a treat. I had seen once somebody push the meat down and make like a lollipop, but I never experienced one. It was delicious.
0: For, for most people, when they start off with Indian food, they'll get like some kind of a, a, a mild curry. Um, but me, for my money, my favorite Indian food, I like two things. I love uh, tikka masala, chicken tikka masala, which can be a little bit spicy for some people. And I love tandoori chicken, the chicken that they make in those special tandoor ovens. So good.
1: Uh, oh,
0: well, thanks for the tips. Hey, no problem. And uh, I, I hope to get over there and check it out myself. So I'll, I'll let you know how the, uh, how the tikka masala and the, and the tandoor chicken is over there.
4: I love local news. I think it's so nice to hear what's happening around
0: here. We will absolutely have that back for you on Monday. Great. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Have a good weekend. Thanks. And, uh, yes, we will have uh, a new person joining us on Monday. I'll introduce you to her on Monday. Actually, Jack's going to be filling in for me on Monday because I'll be working with her in the newsroom, but we'll make sure that we get her on the air so you can learn a little bit more about her. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
3: Good morning, brother. What you got to do? Wait, hey, what's happening, brother? What's up, man? Oh, listen. Um, you got any answer news on that shooting in Lakeville this morning, brother?
0: Nothing so far. No. It's usually it's usually slow to get some news out of the out of that area. They they're yeah, one of those. You know
3: what's crazy is that the last two incidents with with police is uh, somewhere with Lakeville.
0: Yeah the the like, thing is uh, is they're one of those towns that uses a they use a public relations firm to put out their news. So you, they give the information to the PR firm, and then the PR firm puts out the information. It's, it's, it's an extra step that kind of frustrates frustrate, frustrates us sometimes when it comes to getting news. But, you know, it's, it is what it is.
3: Yeah, because that um, the guy that was linked to that stabbing in time, Lakeville, and uh, this morning I woke up and I'm like, shooting in Lakeville. I'm like, what's going on in Lakeville
1: lately?
3: Usually that's where people escape. That town to be away from New Bedford, and all of a sudden they're in the news twice this week. Yeah. It goes to show you, it doesn't matter where you live anymore. Violence is going rampant everywhere.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, at least according to you know what's being reported out there on the news, um, you know they're saying that everything is under control. There's no you know there's no threat to the public. So that's that's the most important thing.
3: Yeah, and with the area where I think it is, it's right next to the library down uh, in Lakeville by Route 18, yep. in the corner,
0: the in- intersection of Precinct and Pickens Streets.
3: Right. So it's a pretty busy area. But the, yeah, this morning I turned on the TV and I'm like, oh, and I, when I went to the app. I didn't see anything on the app, but I
0: figured. Maybe well, yeah, we're we're short we're we're short a news person today. We don't we don't have a news person today, so we're going to be a little bit behind on things.
3: Oh, no problem. You know, our brother just had a good week, uh, weekend and enjoyed the, the rain, but it looks like the week next week should be nice and sunny and warm again, so might have to use the air conditioning again
0: next week. I haven't taken them out of the windows yet, just in case. Me too. I, I was sitting there last night. It was a little bit chilly coming in. I was like, should I take it out? And take it now. Nah, I'll just put on an extra blanket.
3: Yeah, I, I was in the same boat there. I watched the weather forecast. Next week, I'm like, maybe 80 degrees on Thursday or Wednesday or something, 77. I'm like, Oh, uh, maybe not. I'll hold off until the first
0: frost. there you go. That's the way to do it. All right, Tim, Enjoy your sandwiches this weekend. All right, um, thank you. take care. All right, brother later. later and uh yeah, so um we'll we'll keep an eye on that, but uh no, we don't have any more information than than what's out there right now. um also too, you know sometimes you have to wait when once the police have put out the information that they put out. From that point on, then information would come from the DA's office. And in Lakeville, that would be the Plymouth County District Attorney's office, um, which, again, I'm not casting any aspersions here, but they they can be a little bit slow sometimes in getting information out as well. So uh, 508-996-0500, if you want to call in and chime in. One thing that I wanted to bring up, and I know uh, a whole bunch of you were already opening up App Chat before I even finish what I'm going to say, because I'm going to say something negative about Kurt Schilling. And I'm no fan of Kurt Schilling. Uh, I appreciate what he did for the Red Sox and, you know, what he did as a player, as a human being. I think he's kind of a trash person. And it's not just because of his politics. And that's why I say you're going to be opening up the app chat because you're going to start in with a, of course you hate him. He's a Christian conservative. No, I, I don't like him because he defrauded the public out of a whole bunch of tax dollars. And he always has this holier-than-thou attitude about things when he's kind of a scumbag. And he proved that yesterday. With the news that came out, if you, if you haven't been following along with this, Kurt Schilling went on a podcast and told everybody how Tim Wakefield has been diagnosed and is battling brain cancer and that Tim Wakefield's wife, Stacy is also battling pancreatic cancer. So the Wakefields both have cancer. From my understanding, both are very aggressive. And the Wakefields wanted to keep this quiet. The Wakefields did not want this out there in the public. And, of course, it's their own medical issues. They have every right to want to keep that information private. Kurt Schilling went on this podcast, and not only did he reveal this information, which, you know, you can forgive somebody if they do that. You can forgive somebody if they say it and they didn't realize that they were supposed to say it, and it's still terrible that it happened, but you just say, okay, you know, he didn't know any better. But he even said in his comments... You know, and I don't think they want anybody to know about this or something along those lines. I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but he acknowledged the fact that, you know, they were keeping it quiet, but then still took it upon himself to tell everybody. I mean, that's just a scumbag move. For what reason? To get a little attention for yourself and your podcast or just because you have verbal diarrhea and you can't shut your mouth. 508-996-0500. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM.
5: Tim, I know I'm only supposed to call on once.
0: Well, well I, 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 hung, I hung up on you so you can, you can call back.
5: I wasn't trying to tell you how to do your job, by the way. But I figured I did a little bit of invis- investigative journalism this morning. Mm-hmm. And because I drove up that Route 18 to, through Lakeville. I just heard that guy talking about that shooting at Lakeville. I didn't even know it was a shooting. I was talking to my buddy on the phone. And uh, he lives on, on uh, Pickens Street in Lakeville. And he said, man, did you see those cops this morning on, on Pickens Street? I said, I just drove by. And I said, I literally just drove by. It. I was going to ask you the same thing. And uh, he says, I don't know what it was. So, like, apparently it was a shooting. But there was, if I was to guess this, probably about maybe seven to eight state trooper cars. And then there was, there was a whole, it looked like the whole precinct of Lakeville was on that street. They had the whole street shut down. From the top of Route 18, all the way probably to the bottom of—he said—to the bottom of Pickens, he had to have a a Lakeville cop escort him out of the street.
0: And what happened was—fatality or what? No, what happened was—and here's the thing—is like there's not a lot of details out there about this, but apparently what happened was that this this person got into a confrontation with police. There was a Lakeville police officer and a state trooper when this happened, and uh, it seems that. First of all, there was um, a, a bullet hole in a window, so I don't know. And there's none of the reporting really clarifies was he trying to? Did he shoot at police and they shot back? Because the oh, guy has been well, taken to St. Luke's that, Hospital.
5: Yeah, I wonder if that's what happened. But, that's probably why there was such a such a big police a police presence over there. You know.
0: Well, they they have said that neither the police officer or the state trooper were injured. So only the only the man, well, only the suspect here was was injured.
5: Yeah, I just figured I'd call and let, let the. I mean, I, I just couldn't believe the amount of police presence that was over in that area. I said, "Holy crap!" I drove by. It looked like a it looked like daytime, and it was uh, five probably five forty-five in the morning. It looked like it was daytime out uh, with blue lights, blue and white lights. They were all lit up, man. That whole street was lit up.
0: Yeah, and that's a, that's like you said. That's a quiet area, so
5: he said he said to that he left his house around four thirty in the morning, and it was it, and it was still it was like that. So this had this had to have happened early, early in the morning.
0: Yeah, they're saying it happened at about four a.m.
5: Yeah, so
0: there you go. Sorry. So All it right. sounds so, sounds like, you know, if he had just left a little bit earlier, you know, he might have been caught in it. So I'm glad, glad he's okay yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Thank you, sir. You. Take it easy. And uh, yeah, that is a very quiet area. Uh, my in-laws used to live over there on Heritage Hill. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about um, the area right behind, as the previous caller said, the library. So if you are familiar with the Lakeville Library, it's right off 18. Uh, The old library is now a coffee shop and they built the new library. I think that's the old library. Yeah, pretty sure. Um, But now across the, they have a nice, beautiful new library. I've spoken there uh, a couple of times with my paranormal lectures. And as I said, you know, my in-laws used to live on Heritage Hill. And that is a very, very quiet area. So I don't know if this was a person who is a resident of that area My guess would be that, you know, it could have been... Because that's also a popular road for driving down, you know, for for getting to the other side of town. It connects you down to 79 there and down toward It So I wouldn't be surprised if it was, you know, just somebody who was maybe running from police. I don't know, but we don't have any details... Right now, as to what that was all about, we'll we'll try to keep an eye on that as best we can. Um, as I mentioned, don't have a news person today, so it's just going to be me keeping an eye on it. But we'll we'll do so, and then also if more comes out from you know the um, why am I blanking the district attorney's office on this too? Uh, you can follow along on on Twitter at Plymouth DA they usually put most of their inf- they actually put their information out on twitter before they even give it to the media or at the same time that they send it out they also put it up on twitter they put up their press releases so you can keep an eye on that and, uh, and i'm sure that they will update that 508-996-0500 going to take my next break We'll will be back in a few moments Again, 508-996-0500. Don't forget, too, this Sunday, I will be broadcasting live from the the Podkawa 5K happening at the South Coast Health Cancer Center here in Fairhaven. And uh, it's going to be a great time. Starts at 9 a.m. If you want to come out and take part, you can still register to run or walk in the 5K. You can still make a donation, whether it be to an individual walker or runner. Uh, I do have a donation page up at southcoasthealth.org if you wanted to to donate to someone you kind of know. Uh, but also, you can just make a straight donation to South Coast Health as well. All the money goes to the Nicole Podkawa Fund to help with families who are going through cancer. And uh, as Dr. Podkawa, Dr. John Podkawa explained to us yesterday, it's not just about you know the medical bills with families that are going through this. It's all these other expenses they have as well. And that's what this fund helps with. It helps with, you know, maybe having to put people up in hotels or or meals or things that they might need while they're helping to care for their loved one who is battling cancer. So if you want to come out and support it, love to see you down there. Come down and cheer everybody on. Uh, I'll be doing some call-ins from there. We'll have the street team down there. We'll be giving some stuff away. So if you want to come on down, and what I would recommend too is if you want to come down, we're going to have the prize wheel down there for you to spin. I think we got some WBSM trucker hats we're going to bring down with us. Uh, But if you want to spin the prize wheel and if you want to try to win, you're going to have to have the WBSM app downloaded. That's how you earn a spin is you have to show us that you have the app on your phone. So go ahead and download it now, get it ready so that you have it when you come on down. And that app will also help you out with, you know, win Trump's Money and all the other great things that we do here at WBSM. But, uh, yeah, so I hope to see you all down there on Sunday. And uh, we will certainly do our part to raise some money. And it's going to be a nice day. So come on and walk alongside me. Go ahead and register right now at southcoasthealth.org. Uh, let's see. Paul in New Bedford says, Tim, I definitely agree with you. That was a low blow from Kurt Schilling. It's not his priority to discuss people's health unless he was told it's okay to discuss. And unfortunately it was not. Given permission for him to talk about the... Oh, it was not given permission for him to talk about the Wakefields. So in my mind, that was wrong. And Kurt Schilling, next thing you should be doing on his podcast is apologizing to everyone that he was wrong, but see if that happens. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, he's gotten a lot of blowback on this. The Red Sox had to put out a statement about it. So uh, they, they feel like they needed to get ahead of that because of, of, of what was said. And, and, you know, kind of speak on behalf of the Wakefields because the Wakefields want to stay private in this. Uh, Dan in New Bedford says, I can't believe you associated the Jimmy fund, which is something I donate to do something I donate to, to something that I am forced to give money to. Well, no, uh, basically what I'm saying is there's a difference between giving a portion of it a small portion versus having to foot the entire bill. And when you say, well, if you want to help a migrant citizen, somebody seeking asylum, if you want to help them out, put them up in your house, there's a difference between if I gave you a small percentage of money to help with that problem versus if I was footing the bill myself. So you're not really footing the entire bill yourself. All of the residents of the Commonwealth are chipping in a little tiny bit toward it. Uh, let's see here. What else we have? uh cape john in Fairhaven says tim thank you for standing your ground for us the MAGA crowd often make up their facts and spread them as gospel the fact is quote you uh, the you can't fix stupid but you can always sell them a mega hat well i think that's that's a little too far but uh certainly something that um is a problem on both sides is people just making up facts or it's not even that people make things up it's just that they They see it somewhere and they put too much trust in it. That's the bigger issue. You know, someone got up there and said, these people are illegal. But it's not true. But that becomes the rhetoric that gets spread around. You can say that the process that we have where you can come in here and claim asylum and then you are granted a legal status is not fair and right and appropriate. But that's that's a bigger issue that has to be changed. But it doesn't mean that that's not what happens. So you can't just change it around and be like, well, but they're still illegal. Well, why? What's illegal about it if they've applied for asylum, which grants them legal status to stay here in the country? Oh, well, just because I decided that they're illegal. Well, that doesn't work. That's, that's not how it works. So that's why I'm going to push back on that term. It's not accurate. Now, you can say, hey, they're playing with language when they're saying unsheltered families instead of you know before they were saying migrants and you can say yeah they're, they're they're playing with the language to put a spin on it but i also say well but maybe that also means that when the state says we have 15 rooms that we are renting at the seaport inn for unsheltered families maybe the the town can say well but we've got this homeless family that we've been able to haven't been able to find a place for do you think we could also put them in there on the state's dime and then maybe maybe the state says you know what yeah so, I don't know that that term isn't trying to cover a blanket group of people or if it's just the terminology that they're using. 508 996 0500. Got to take a break. <laughs> and welcome back. And we are just about out of time this hour. But uh, next hour, we are going to be joined by New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad and Ward 3 Councilor Sean Oliver. We'll talk about some things that went on with the council this past week. We'll talk about some things that are going to be coming up. And then, of